Stop buying toilet paper. Stop buying rolls and rolls of toilet paper. There's none left. The only thing we have left is one ply. And if you're wiping your ass with one ply toilet paper, then you should know that you're going to get a finger up your bunghole. Everybody. Welcome back to uh, Bob is the World Podcast, episode 14. Um, I'm solo today because my brother Scott is preparing our next episode. He wants to review all the X-Men movies. So I'm going to let him handle that one because it's been quite some time since I've seen them. I've only seen a few of them twice. I did not see um, the last one. Dark Phoenix and I don't care to so I'll let him take that over that'll be his little uh, submission to the podcast let him lead it you know so he wants to do his own maybe I'll get him you know get him more comfortable um, you know talking to himself well I'll be in the room with him but well not in the room but I'll be on the air with him and uh, he'll handle that one so um a little update on some games. If I didn't say it before, or I said it before, I'm sorry. Um, every day seems like the same day. So really, here we go. Uh, I beat Sekiro. I got all four endings. Now all I have to do is just upgrade all my skills. And get the last two upgrades for the prosthetic. Uh, this is a great game. I thought it was phenomenal. It's my favorite game of 2019 or 2020 by far, even though the game came out in 2019. It's the best game I played. I mean, we're only in April, and there's some other big hitters coming out. So let's see how how it is. But uh, I'm a new game plus. I'm just going to get the... I need two... I need three Lapis Lazuli, I believe they're pronounced. For the final upgrades. And then I have a nice little farm spot. Towards the end where you fight the demon of hatred. You can get some pretty serious um, XP there. And it's. I mean you can't get hit. It's almost a perfect um, farm. So I should have the platinum. By next week. Uh, very excited for. Streets of Rage 4 to come out. So I've been playing the original 3. With my brother. Because I got the Sega Genesis collection on the PS4. And we share playing that, knocking that out. Uh, so Dark Side, I got the Platinum. Me and my stepfather, Danny. Knocked that out. That was really good. I really enjoyed it. Except for the horrible platforming sections. I mean, my God, they were fucking awful. I mean, you're looking at an isometric dungeon-like crawler view. And they make you do these jumps like you literally have Maria. Well, you don't. You know, you either have Strife or War. You don't have Mario and Luigi. So you're not jumping precise, precision jumps. You're jumping like an idiot. And 
Some jumps are tough because you have to use your wings. Some tufts are kind of shallow. Some tufts you can't figure out the angle, especially if it's a long distance jumps. Um, some of the puzzles where you have to jump into the purple void, you know, to, to gain height to collect something was just really tedious. But for the platinum, you have to do it. So you complain, you curse, you take a break, you try the next. You try the next day. It is what it is. But I really uh I really enjoyed that that game. So now I have all four platinums in the Darksider uh franchise, which was pretty cool. Um Diablo three is probably gonna be the next game that uh that me and Danny try to get the platinum on. I heard it's tough, but not that tough. So it should be should be fun. Uh, but before I move on to the Outer Worlds, I have Trine 4, because I had the other Trine, uh, the other Trine games. I did enjoy them. 3 was kind of a mess, but apparently Part 4 is a different story, not really a continuation, so I don't really know. I can't say. I didn't play it. But it was on sale at the PSN store, so I bought it. There's a couple games on sale in there. Some of them are really good. Some of them might not be worth it. Some of them might be, you know, it depends. I would look at it. They updated it, I think, last week or something. So if you haven't checked it out, do it. Um, I have, so like I said, Trine 4. I have the Contra Collection, which I would like to complete. I mean, it's not going to be that hard. I play them already, so it should be easy 100%. And I have the Town of Light, which I forgot which Instagram... Instagram gamer was playing it but it kind of intrigued me with the imagery it's supposed to be a first person uh, horror game and I really haven't been scared of a not scared per se but I really haven't been kind of you know nervous or frightened playing a horror game in a while the last I can remember would be Resident Evil 7 and what else Outlast and uh, PT, which was the canceled, supposedly canceled, or in connection with Silent Hill game. So I don't know about this one, but it looked good. It looked pretty, looked pretty creepy. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, to go back on Streets of Rage 4 comes out April 30th. I uh, ordered the limited run physical copy. So that should be should be pretty cool on that. Uh my girlfriend is still knocking out um Animal Crossing, New Horizon and Switch. So she I don't know the last time I checked her hours played, but my god, she is in it to win it. I mean she's trying to be the she's trying to be the president for Little Island. She got everything. She I think she almost has five stars. She just needs a couple more things on the on the ground. But now she's making roads. She's setting up her shops. She's setting she's moving things around to make it look more aesthetically pleasing. Uh nobody visits her but my boy on IG, the unfun gamer. And there's some underscores in there, but I don't remember where they go. I'm pretty sure it's the underscore unfun underscore gamer. Possibly. I don't know. Um, 
she vi- she still visits Kelly's Island from Precisely Podcast. But no one has visited her yet. So maybe, you know, somebody could come visit that island. You know what I'm saying? I also noticed that me and a certain other podcaster, you probably heard of him. He's kind of big, especially in Canada. But I think he's the number two podcast overall in North America. That would be the uh, GOGP underscore classic. Or, you know, his podcast is called the GOGP show. Now, no one knows what GOGP means, neither do I, nor do I care. But I noticed that we both say, you know, a lot. I mean, I say it all the time. And obviously, you don't know because I just told you. So how can you know something you don't know? But I say it like a period. So instead of just saying, hey, let's go to the store and get some bananas. I'm like, yo, let's go to the store and get some bananas, you know? No, I don't know. You just told me. So really, it's something I like to stop altogether. He had a difficult time with it. I don't think he said, you know, in his last podcast, um, you know, which was good. It was it was good. Um, you know, clearly, he has the podcast down. You know, I don't think he needs Craig. But, you know, Craig does make um, his life a little easier. He was struggling a little bit there without Craig. There's no, uh, you know, he's talking into the mic and then Craig feels his uh, thoughts or knows what's next and he hits some buttons, makes it sound good. So clearly the GOGP show has some type of soundboard. He probably has a laptop. So good for him. You know, I don't I don't I don't have that. I don't have that uh that kind of podcast. I also said I caught myself said you know about three times during that entire uh segment of talking about the GOGP show. So let's let's move on from him. We gave him enough air time. Um me and the girlfriend also decided to play some game on the TurboGrafx-16. Now, I don't... I never had a TurboGrafx-16. My friend had it. But it was a for a very short time. I'm pretty sure he stole it. Because when I went to his house a month later... Uh, he or his family were not there. There was no notice on the door. He just disappeared. So he probably... Stole it, maybe in a life of crime. I'm not sure. But I remember playing Splatterhouse on that machine. And it looked like an arcade game. So to me, the TurboGrafx-16 was like a little arcade in your house. But it was expensive. And I never cared to purchase one or collect it. But now I got one. Well, I don't have one, but I have it emulated. And there's a lot of games on there. So I figured, you know what? We were bored of watching shows, so we decided to say, you know what? We played Nintendo, we played Sega, we played Super Nintendo. Let's try to play some TurboGrafx-16. So we went down the list, alphabetical order, found some cool games on there. Bomberman looks... First of all, it's the sounds on this machine are phenomenal. They, they, this, they are so clear and uh, pure sounds coming from the machine that is incredible. So you don't hear those rinky dink, you know, like typical sixteen bit. I don't even know what kind of bits 
that the TurboGrafx-16 is probably 16 because it's in the name, but I'm not sure, I, so I cannot deny or confirm that. But the sound is amazing. The music is amazing. The visuals look great. Even the shitty games I've seen look better than some of the, the, some of the best games on the Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis. So we went down the line and we found so Bomberman, which was cool. We did there's a up to four people can play this game, so we played two player mode. It's a verse mode. My girlfriend was very confused at the concept of Bomberman, so clearly she never played it. So I taught her what to do. We got kind of far. I kept winning. She didn't beat me once in the entire hour of playing, but she got better and better. Definitely something I'm gonna go back to. And then we went down the line, and we saw a game called. Chu Man Fu, which I believe it's also on the PC Engine, but it's a different title. And if anybody who has knowledge of this, you could just send me a message or I could look at it later. Whatever. It's a pretty interesting concept. It's like a puzzle, puzzle slash action game. So you're playing, I don't know if you're children or whatever you are, and there's an old man, and he calls the enemies gangsters, he calls them hood rats, he calls them hoodlums, he calls them creeps, so clearly, there's no stopping this man's tongue from calling anybody anything, you know, really, so, there's a boy and a girl, and the point is to get these balls into a the same colored square. Now, these squares could be anywhere in the little map. Basically, it's a one room. Kind of like Bomberman, if you can imagine. And there's, you know, red, green, blue, and black squares. And you have to put the colored ball on it accordingly. You have to sometimes break a wall. You can use the balls to hit the enemy. You can push them. You can kick them. There's a timer, so it kind of makes it intense. Took us a little bit to get the concept of it, but we got to the third level. And uh, I'll tell you what, Ben, I would have never played this game at all if it wasn't for the TurboGrafx-16 and we were bored to death. I'm we were bored to death. She was tired of playing Animal Crossing. I needed a break from Sekiro because I just beat uh, Saint Ishin and what a bastard. But it only took me four tries. So I felt like I'm getting much better at the game, especially getting your ass kicked. On New Game Plus right now... Bro, no one can stop me right now. I'm deflecting everything. Okay? If you throw it at me, deflect it. You come from behind me, boom, deflect that. You come from the side of me, bam, I throw a star at your face. So I feel like a fucking shinobi. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. We went, th- we went through the line. I saw some couple of really cool shooters, which I saved to look at later on. There was a really cute one. A girl, like a witch on a broomstick with some stars. And she's shooting shit up. So that was pretty cool. My girlfriend really had no interest in the other two-player games. So it is what it is. I told her, uh, you know, maybe this weekend, next weekend, we'll try the uh, PC Engine games. Might as well knock that out. But I had a lot of fun with those games. You, uh, you know what I'm saying? I just said it again. See, I tried. I, I stopped myself, and then I said, you know what I'm saying. No, you don't. You don't know what I'm saying because I just told you. Moving on, we, uh, well, I didn't, my girlfriend FaceTimed her friend Allie, and I miss that girl, and let me tell you why. Her and her husband are probably 
the sweetest people on this uh, on this planet. They are Jewish, and she cooks phenomenal. And I miss her cooking, and I miss her husband telling me, well, listening to my crazy stories, and never saying or never not believing in them. So thank you for that. He understands where I'm coming from. He's very polite. His favorite teams are from Kansas City, because that's where he's from. So we uh, FaceTimed them for a little bit. That was cool. I'll tell you who else I miss. My friend Neloy and Selena and their two children. So I never seen little baby Aiden. Because he was born in in this uh, hectic period of the coronavirus. So I can't go visit him. But we should I'll FaceTime them too. You know, their little their little baby girl Amelia. I miss her too. Uh, I miss my friends John and Christina and their babies. So you got Gabriella's a new one. Haven't seen her yet. She's about three months old. And I got my little man JJ. Now JJ is three. I want to say three, but he looks like he's ten. So this is clearly going to be a NBA player, perhaps middle linebacker for some football team if this kid keeps growing. So I'm not sure what he's eating, but I was tackling him last time I saw him. I'm pretty sure next time I see him, he'll be tackling me. I can almost tell you that right now. Um, I cut my hair. And I'll tell you what. I had to cut it because I don't like sideburns. And I really don't like when sideburns touch the sides of my ear. It tickles me, number one. I hate being tickled. If you try to tickle me, I will have to murder you. Because it's very uncomfortable. It hurts my ribs. It, it hurts my muscles. You're tickling. I tense up too much. One time, my girlfriend tickled me so hard, I almost shit my pants. So I said, please don't tickle me. And one time, she grabbed me. She sat on top of me, grabbed my leg, and tickled my foot. And I thought I was going to have an aneurysm. Because the tense, the my muscle tense, almost like a Charlie horse. So it was very painful so don't don't tickle me that's just you know something i'm sure everybody has something they don't they don't like mind tickling okay okay great um so cut my hair now and while i was cutting my hair i was playing the mad max soundtrack from figure road this is an, uh, this is an excellent soundtrack it's one of my favorite soundtracks for any movie i, was, I would say top 20 soundtrack it's very good okay as I'm cutting my hair, listening to this soundtrack, I feel like Mad Max. Like, I'm buzzing it. I feel it. I'm trying to go for something like Leave It Long on top where I can just put some gel in it. But, you know, buzz the sides. But I don't know how to do a fade. So I try to get it the best I could. Now, this was this was a mistake. Excuse me, I was parched. I had some uh, some water. This was a mistake. I knew it was a mistake. But once I cut the hair with my... So I'm using a little beard trimmer. I don't have a hair trimmer. And, a, and now you can't even buy one. Because the next delivery date from Amazon is in uh, end of May. So we got to figure something out here. Um, so once I started buzzing, 
that's it, right? There's no coming back. I didn't want to ask my girlfriend for help. I didn't want to ask anybody for help, really. I just said, I can do it. No big deal. I got in the mirror, mirror in the front, mirror in the back. I'm buzzing up. It's taking a while because it's only, what, like, from your fingernails to your cuticle? I mean, how long is the fucking blade? Not that long, I'll tell you that. And I put the protective uh, liner on. So I have, like, the really small liner, which you could probably use for your pubes if you really had to. Because uh, you definitely don't want to put that that trimmer bare to your nutsack. Because you will nip it. And you will bleed. And you don't want that. So I, I figured, okay, if I can use this, like, I'm going to say it was 2 millimeter, Maybe 3 millimeters, So I don't exactly buzz my head. But buzz it enough. I'll use that. And then as I get to the middle part of my head... I'll use like the four centimeter or the five centimeter to give it like a little fade. No. No, not at all. And it's really unfortunate because, like I said, in my mind, I look and I feel like Mad Max. But in reality, I look like the tip of a dick. So it's not good. It's growing out now. Doesn't look as bad. I'm sure if you saw the Instagram post, I kind of had my head held a certain way. So you only see the uh, right side of me. The right side is good. The left side looks like, you know, like a semi, like a semi chub. It's, it's, uh, it's not good looking at all. So that was unfortunate. The sad thing is, is that really only four people have cut my hair in uh, 36 years. The first one, his name was Tony. It was up in Riverdale. And I was going to him since I was born. Since I remember, I was going to Tony. And I went to him, I went to him forever. Now I had many I had many uh hairstyles growing up. I probably had this this weird World War II pilot look for the last six years. I used to do the uh like my high school years. Like, brush up the front a little bit. You know, like, brush your hair down and then give a little flip to the top. Um, I had buzzed my head in my high school years, my early high school years, because there was a big feud against the Jamaicans and the Albanians in Kennedy High School. And I did not want to be part of the Albanian. And I didn't want to confuse the Jamaicans that I was a uh, an Albanian. So I wore every single Notre Dame piece of clothing I can find for my first two years of high school. And I shaved my head. You know, not shaved my head, but I buzzed my head. Very short haircut, almost like a military-style haircut, like a Marine haircut. Shout out to my Marines out there. Shout out to the doctors and nurses, too. And all the essential workers, especially the grocery boys. Stocking the shelves, the cashiers and everybody else out there who's busting their ass to keep this you know country going and um I I wore a hat and I had about seven Notre Dame hats so I just wore a fresh hat every day like you know two days here one day there skip that one yada 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 never had any issues with the Jamaicans in Kennedy High School which was thank god I did get into a fight with a couple Albanians and I did get into a fight with a rather large uh, black dude. But that's a, another story for another podcast. That's, uh, yeah, that was crazy. But um, 
you know, in junior high school, I kind of had, like, the Zach Morris haircut, even though Zach Morris was not popular in the year 97. When I graduated, well, I went to, what, 95, 97? Yeah, 95, 96, 97. Yeah, I was in fifth grade when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup, I think, 94. So I kind of had, like, a Zach Morris kind of longer haircut. Maybe I'll post it for you guys. I'll show you. Um, but really, he only cut my hair Tony. He did that forever. And then one day, man, he just fucked it up. Like, he, uh, I don't know if he was paying attention. He nicked my head, and I had, like, a big, it wasn't like a nick, man. It was, like, a three-finger buzz of just bare skin in the dead center of my forehead. So I kind of look like one of those Catholic monks in the Viking TV shows, you see. It was bad, bro. So I stopped going to him for a little bit. And I went to my another barber that my boy Adam recommended me that he was always going to in Riverdale again. But this was on like Riverdale Avenue. The other barber, Tony, was on uh, Johnson. Um, I went to him for like a year, year and a half. But then we moved from Netherland Avenue around the corner to Johnson Avenue. So now every time I went home, I had to see Tony and I felt bad. So I went back in. But he was much older. Okay, this was a... Uh, he was, a, he was an Italian guy. He kind of looked like Super Mario. Except with glasses. And Nick looked like a very sweet Italian businessman. But also could be in the Italian mafia. He had that look. Like, very respectful and he's pleasant. But if you say some dumb shit, you know, he will um, kill you. At least that's what I thought. So, I went back to Tony... But Tony was getting old, and then he fucked up my hair again, but not as bad. So next time I went there, he recommended me Vinny. And Vinny, Vinny looked a little scary. He didn't talk that much in the beginning, so I didn't know this guy. But he recommended me to sit in Vinny's chair. I felt bad because now I have my original barber, and I'm sitting in his partner's chair. It's very odd. What I did, he cut my hair nice. Actually, better than Tony ever did. That's for sure. Um, And then all of a sudden, they're talking... And Tony starts to speak in Spanish. Okay, whatever. I mean, a lot of people speak a lot of languages. So I didn't assume that this Italian guy didn't know Spanish. But he wasn't speaking Italian. That's what I know. He was speaking Spanish. So when he finished his phone call, I was like, you speak Spanish? It's like, of course I do. I'm Puerto Rican. What? It's like, of course I speak Spanish. I'm Puerto Rican. I said, I thought you told me you are Italian. He goes, what made you think I was Italian? I'm like, the Italian uh, flag over here. You have a Captain America next to the Red Skull with a little Italian flag over there. Um, you have probably every little tiny statue of every uh, saint that I can think of. And not, I don't think none of them were Maria or Guadalupe. So... My bad. I thought you were uh, Italian. He was like, no. No, no, I'm Puerto Rican my whole life. I mean, well, yeah, you didn't, you can't just become a Puerto Rican. You're Puerto Rican because you were born there. You know, it's or it's in your blood. Either way. So, you know, I get what he was saying. And then Vinny asked me to guess who he was. And I was like, I don't know. You look like, you know, I said Russian. And he was like, yes, 100%. I'm a, I'm, I'm a Russian Jew. I'm like, oh, wow, you're a Russian Jew. That's cool. 
and we're talking about that, and he was telling me about his little... He was not like... He was Jewish, but he wasn't the Jewish that I knew and went to school with, like my friend Adam. He was... He wasn't like... He didn't have... uh, He wasn't Hasidic Jew. But I guess he was Jewish enough where he just used it for the holidays, but not really used it on Saturday night. Because I seen him Saturday night. And, um... You know, I can't hang out with my friend Ali and Josh if it's Saturday night. Because, you know, they do their thing. I forgot the name of it. But, um, you know, whatever. Either way, um, it was cool. No big deal. But he looked like, um, you know, he looked very intimidating. He had very thick eyebrows. Almost like caterpillar eyebrows. And uh, so he cut my hair for a while. He actually bought. The shop that Tony had, because Tony sold it to him, they were partners. And then Tony was slow cutting hair there, but then I think he retired, or he really just kind of semi-retired, was there maybe twice a week. Then Vinny got another very intimidating uh, barber in there called Boris. Uh, I think this dude was about nine feet tall, and his hands were as big as my head. And he always, he had the door by the, he had the, the chair by the door, so you know in a barber shop. If you're the new guy, you're chair by the door. If you want to get that extra, you want to get the people's attention, to you know, or come in or empty seat. I'll come in, but really, that's the rookie. So be careful of that trick. Usually, the guy at the end by the bathroom is the main guy. Usually, um, well, that's how it is in America. Well, that's how it is in New York. At least in a uh, in Riverdale. I can't say anywhere else because I don't. I don't really know. But then I moved to Astoria, so once a month, I was going from Astoria to the Bronx just to get a haircut, and that was absolutely ridiculous. So Vinny recommended me a guy in Astoria named Alex, so another Russian Jew, and he was cutting my, now he cuts my hair, he's been cutting my hair for the last eight, eight years, so not only does he cut my hair, he also sells anything. This is the kind of guy that if you want something, you just mention it to him, and then, you know... You wait a little bit, and then he calls you. Hey, I got that. Oh, did you? I was just kidding. But, you know, he got it, so you feel bad. So you at least check it out. You try to borrow it with him, because I, I don't want it anyway. But he did come through, so you're kind of obligated to give him the money for it. Well, whatever, you know, so it is what it is. I bought an Xbox One X for my barber uh, for $50. I didn't need an Xbox One X. I didn't want one. But for 50 bucks, why would you say no? I can't think of a reason why. So you, that's that. Um, what else? Oh, uh, he was selling some bicycles. He was selling some computer, um, like uh, towers, PC towers, computer screens. He was selling mice, like if you wanted like a pet mouse, he had them. Uh, he was selling, what else, man? Like watches, phones, he'll buy phones from you. He don't even care. Listen, you got a phone? I mean, give him a phone and give him money. There's no questions asked. So that's, that's who's been cutting my hair now. He does a really good job. But I'll tell you what, I miss my haircut. I miss getting my haircut because it's getting a little wild. So I don't know what I want to do for the next, I don't know, five months. We're locked down. But, you know, just know that Listening to this podcast right now, if you can imagine a penis, 
you know, with eyes, then that's who you're looking at right now or who you're listening to. That's how my hair looks like a penis. Uh, the supermarket stores. Oh, man. Listen, if you don't go in the morning, then you're you're screwed. Sometimes the line could be three hours, two hours. They're only letting in a certain amount of people. And you got to keep that six feet distance. So the lines could be four or five blocks long. I refuse to wait online. I don't need nothing that I need from the supermarket if I got to wait online for two hours. So I'm up every day at 5.30 anyway. The store open at 6.30. I go, I get ready by 6.30, I'm out the door. If I have to wait a half hour, because I know the elderly the elderly people get to go in a little earlier to do their thing, I wait, I don't give a shit, I put my phone on, I got my headset on, I'm waiting outside the supermarket, not that far from my house. I wait, they tell me to come in. First of all, it's beautiful, it's empty. And it's empty as in there's no people. And they have everything in the supermarket. There's everything in the supermarket. So people are still buying 900 things of toilet paper. Stop. Because thanks to you, the only toilet paper I can find now is one ply. Now, one ply of toilet paper is a very thin piece of toilet paper. If you, let's say you take your finger right now, right, and you lick it. And then you touch a piece of one ply, that toilet paper just disintegrated because it's a piece of shit. It's a one ply. Okay, I was getting like Charmin two ply. Sometimes you get Charmin three ply. Bro, there's four ply. Okay, When you got money or you go to Costco and you get that 900 roll of or 99 rolls of toilet paper, four ply Charmin, bro, you're wiping your ass in luxury. I mean, it's it's such a smooth wipe, man. It's almost like wiping your ass with a, with a nice sponge. Like, you feel pretty confident that you got all that out. And then you finish with a baby wipe and you're good. You can go out, you know, out your day. One ply, it's like, how many times am I going to get my finger stuck on my ass? Like, literally. Like, don't get me wrong. If you fold one piece of... Toilet paper, one ply, four times, you have a four ply toilet paper. I get that. But nobody wipes their ass with a square. Okay? Some people do the double roll. Some people do the three square combo. You know, apparently in the future you use seashells, three seashells. But I wipe my ass with enough toilet paper that I feel confident that one, nothing gets on my hand. Two, I try to use the least amount of toilet paper because you want it to flush. There's no reason why you should be having a clogged toilet bowl after you wipe your ass. You're using too much. But I don't think there is never enough of toilet paper you can use to try to protect your finger from penetrating the toilet paper which then therefore leads into penetrating your asshole. So it's really ridiculous. And I'll tell you what, I don't like surprises. So it's bad enough when my fucking first finger goes up there a little bit. You're like, whoa, you jump up at this. You know, you jump up. It's 
getting a get wiping your ass and then getting your finger anywhere near your butthole is probably the second fastest movement speed on the on your entire body. For, forget blinking, okay? Um, that's probably like the third, yeah, the second fastest, the third fastest reaction. Um, it definitely doesn't feel good when you get your middle finger up there. So that's it's a horrible feeling, and because of people like hoard, like people who hoard and buy outrageous amounts of toilet paper, you can't find good quality. So you get fingers in your ass. Um, you know, just for you, those of you who are like, well, you said that's the third fastest thing. What's the second? Well, the first fastest thing the human body does. People think it's people think it's like blinking. It's not blinking. What it is, is when you take a dump, right, and you have to drop, like, a Lincoln log, I'm talking about, you're, you know, in New York we say you shit in a brick, because that's what it sounds like, when it hits the toilet bowl, blunk, like you hear that, blunk, and also that hard piece of excrement that you just squeezed through your uh, bunghole, it was almost like a perfect dive because the water goes around that huge piece of turd and it curls up to the top of the poop and that water continues to go up into your butthole. And when your butthole clinches, that's the fastest thing your body does. The second fastest thing is a blink. And then the third fastest thing is when you're wiping your ass with one ply and you get a little finger in there. Nobody likes that. So please fucking stop. Okay? Thanks. Um, <clears throat> now, what I really wanted to get into this episode was I'm scared to death of water bugs. Since I can remember, I've been scared to death of water bugs. Uh, New York City has water bugs, okay? Now, people think, oh, New York City's dirty, blah, 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 blah. First of all, no, stop. New York City is not that dirty considering how many people we have living in this city, number one. Number two, water bugs has nothing to do with people being dirty, okay? Water bugs are big. If you can open up your hand right now, um, I would say from your palm to your fingers okay the inner finger like the whole palm basically that's a that's the size of a water bug okay females only females can fly so they can fly and they are scary they're black or brown and they're fucking disgusting now if you lived or are from the caribbean you know jamaica Let's say Puerto Rico, uh, DR, Haiti, you know, islands like those, and you move to America and see a water bug, you don't, you don't give a shit. Because I was in DR, and I've seen moths the size of 36-inch TVs. So clearly, Platano Power over there is for real, okay? Um, they are bigger in the Caribbean than they are here, which is why I can never move to DR, because... When I see them here, my whole, everybody has the three F's, right? It's flight, 
fight or freeze when you come to a certain situation. So you're either going to fight, you're going to freeze up in terror, or you're going to fly the fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? Um, Normally, if it's a person, it depends if you're going to fight, flight, or freeze. But when somebody's definitely scared of something, you most likely are going to freeze in terror, point at it, yell at it like a fucking idiot, or you're going to just haul ass out of there. Now, I try to do both. Whole ass and and freeze. I don't want to freeze. Trust me, I don't. But they scare me. And I've encountered many of them in my life. And I'm, I know it won't be the last. I'm not scared to say it. I'm a grown ass man. And I'm scared of a little tiny water bug. A bug that doesn't hurt you. It doesn't bite, sting, attack. Well, they do attack because they attack me. But, um, they just don't like, I try to respect them. Like, if I see them in a public place, let's say I see them in a supermarket. Oh, shit, there's a water bug in aisle four. I'll tell somebody. I'm not going to go over there and try to step on him. Because I don't want that creepy shit to come on me. Because then I'll have to be in the hospital. Um, if I sleep in my house, if I'm home alone... I'll do what I can. I'll try to hit it with a slipper, but then I scream. It's almost like I'm being murdered in my own house, even though I'm the one doing the murdering. Because just hearing the sound sh- sends shivers down my fucking spine. It's um, it, it's it's bad. I mean, if there was a mouse, I'll kick him. If there was a snake, I'll slap him. I'm not scared of mice or snakes. I'm not scared of... You know, other bugs like a moth or what? I'm not scared of them. Whatever. They're disgusting, but I'm not scared of Water bug, bro? Um, I'll have a heart attack. Now, I used to work in a school when I was growing up. And it was like my real big time third job. I was young. I was probably like 19, 20. Making good money. More money than my friends are making when they were in college or whatever, you know? Well, you don't know. There you go again. I just said it again. Um, so I'm making good money. And I was kidding the school. And it was a high school in the Bronx. And I used to share... Off. So it was a four-floor high school, pretty big. And each half of the floor, one custodial engineer cleaned it. So that was me. I'm right, so I was cleaning up classrooms. Uh, my partner on the other side of the floor, her name was... Miss Kenya. Now it wasn't it wasn't M R S dot Kenya. It was M I S Kenya. Miss Kenya. Okay. She was a very young and pretty Dominican woman. And she taught me how to clean the school. So I learned well my mom always cleaned. So that's nothing new. I obviously learned to clean from my mom. My mom was very neat, so so was I. But cleaning a school Different story. So she taught me the, the, the shortcuts, the proper ways to do it. And I didn't like to take shortcuts, so I just did my job the best way I could. So I don't get in trouble. I don't want to hear nothing with the mouth. But it came to a point where the girl's bathroom, I just couldn't smell that particular, you know, iron scent. If you know what I'm saying. It really made me nauseous. So I spoke to her after being there for like a six months, whatever. 
So we agree that I would clean her male bathrooms and she would clean my female bathrooms. And we did this, you know, no problem. It was never an issue. She cleaned good. Obviously, I cleaned good because now it's her bathroom. So I'm doing a little extra care. I don't want to get her in trouble. I don't want to want to find out. I don't want to get, you know, her her in trouble for some shit. So whatever. Uh, one day. Well, before I continue, my boss told me that I cleaned the best bathroom he ever seen. He's never seen bathrooms shine like that when I'm done with it. Because you have to remember, if you remember, if you're in New York City, I don't know how schools are everywhere else, but in New York City, we had tile from floor to ceiling. The whole bathroom was tile. And some of the bathrooms had maybe three or four floor drains on there. And when you're a kid, you know, you piss everywhere. Sometimes kids would shit on a hot radiator if it's in the wintertime. And you got to clean it, it, you know. So bathrooms in general, especially in school, are just disgusting. I don't care what kind of school you go to. They're nasty. So what I used to do is once the school finished, there was always a hose attachment. So I used to use the cold water, not hot water, from the faucet on a little hose. I would take this, we had this called uh, apple smell. I forgot the name of it. I think it was from Simon's Industrial Cleaner. You had a big ass 55 gallon bucket, you know, the big garbage cans where you would fit a standard black bag in. Fill that bad boy up with water and put some of that apple smell. What else? I used to have a small push broom. I used to scrub down those walls. I used to OD on the toilet bowl with the super blue. And I rinse all that shit off and I mop the floor. with The, the water would go into the drain. I don't care. So the bathroom would be soaking wet. But once I'm done with it, I mean, it's like a new bathroom. And it didn't take me that long. Because so I usually clean the school with the headphones on, listen to like Avril Lavigne, some Sync maybe, some Busta Rhymes. Now, this was back 2002, 2003. You know, Puff Daddy. What else was in there? Some Mob Deep I listened to. Every now and then, you got to throw in Christina Aguilera, Jeannie in a Bottle. Some of these songs, I didn't really get the, the actual um, underground meaning of the song. So, Christina Aguilera, Jeannie uh, in a Bottle. You don't got a Jeannie in a Bottle, I got to rub you the right way. What are you talking about? I didn't get it. Then I realized, oh... This is a female masturbation song. She wants you to rub her the right the right way to get, you know, an orgasm. The other song, I f- don't remember who sang it, but it was a song called You're Making It Hard For Me. Now, I thought it was about just about a song about a couple or a girl he met in a club and they're dancing and, he, you know, he got a girl. So he's making it hard for him to go home to his wife, not with her. But then as I got older, I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's not what the song's about at all. Basically, the way they're dancing is that she's giving him a boner. And he's saying, you're making it hard for me. So clear as day. But I didn't, I didn't get it. So there are many songs like that that I listen to cleaning, cleaning schools. And one particular day... I'm cleaning the bathroom, and I noticed there's, like, something black on the side of the toilet bowl. I thought it was, like, some little kid took a shit or something. 
you know, whatever, nasty bastards, whatever. So I go get my super glue. I got my little toilet wand. And I'm scrubbing away. And the piece of black thing, it, you know, I thought it fell. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. Let me continue. Then all of a sudden, I see it on the other side of the toilet bowl. And I still cannot remember... Uh, you know, I still can't imagine what it is. I'm not paying attention to it, really. I'm focused on my music. And all of a sudden, this black thing flew right into my face. And I knew it was a fucking water bug. And I screamed. I was terrified. I was so terrified, I couldn't even think. So I actually hit my face with the toilet wand that I just cleaned the toilet bowl with. I hit my face with it to get this water bug off me. Okay? And then I'm screaming and I go to turn around to run away from disgust. And the bathroom door was kind of halfway open. So I actually ran into the door, which hit my shoulder knocked me on the floor to the bathroom. I remember waking up in the hospital with Miss Santana next to me and my boss. And I woke up, I'm like, what's going on? She she's like, you know, she's she's in tears. And she's not in tears that she said. She's in tears. She's laughing. Okay? I said, what's the matter? She said, Bobby, in a really heavy accent. She said, Bobby, did you know? Did you fainted. I said, what? I said, you fainted in the bathroom, cleaning the bathroom? I said, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, you screaming? I come in the I come in the bathroom, you on the floor, and there's water all over you. I, I don't know what happened. Maybe you fell. Now I'm like, oh, shit. No, I didn't. I did, I, that's not what happened. Um, I told her what happened. She laughed even harder. My boss is laughing at me, and I dislocated my shoulder, and I knocked myself out from hitting the hitting the hitting the uh, tile floor with my head. Um, so that's one time a water bug took me out. I mean, can you imagine how scared you were that you just cleaned a toilet bowl, a high school toilet bowl with a toilet wand, and you hit yourself in the face with that bad boy? That's how. That's how scary. That's how scared I am of water bugs. Okay, if you don't believe me, go to YouTube. You put in my water bug attack. Okay, go to YouTube, put in my water bug attack, and it's under Bobby Red. Submitted by Bobby Red. My water bug attack by Bobby Red. It's got one k views. That is a video of me. Working in a school where I I saw a water bug and I tried to respect him and run away. But apparently he jumped at me on the other side of the hallway. And I literally Irish jigged my pants off where any young child can come out in the hallway and see me in my underwear. And I don't care if I get fired. That's how I was scared of water bugs. Okay. That's how scared I am of water bugs. I remember one time, my other cat, rest in peace, Pixie, 
there was a water bug in the living room of my apartment. She was passed out. She looked so beautiful. Passed out sleeping on the couch. I picked her up and I threw her at the water bug. She repeatedly stomped it. She tried to eat it. I yelled at her. I grabbed her and I put her in the bedroom with me. Text my girlfriend, hey, when you come home, there's a dead water bug on the floor. Please pick it up. (coughs) Okay. I remember a water bug in my mom's dining room. And my mom's dining room, the couch for the living room was kind of situated like... It was an open concept living room, dining room. So one of the couches was like the wall for the living room, kind of. You had to go around the couch to go to the dining room, kind of like separate it. And there was a water bug there. And I ran and I basically Lawrence tailored my mom uh, over the couch to run away from the water bug. Um, There was a water bug again in my mom's house growing up on the staircase. It flew down from the ceiling, almost landed on me. I grabbed my sister, Christy, and I moved her out of the way. And I locked the door behind her. And I wouldn't let, would not let her until she killed it. So she started screaming, I don't have a weapon. I don't have a fucking weapon. So I gave her our dog's uh, huge rope toy to, you know, pull with him. And she beat the shit out of the water bug with a rope toy. Um, there was one time we were cleaning out the basement in our apartment when we lived on Johnson Avenue. And we had a sewer cover, really a drain for the boiler in, you know, the basement. Uh, we were sweeping it, we are mopping it, everything looked beautiful. I think we were painting, or we were going to paint it, it's been a little bit brighter, it's kind of dark in there. But we didn't do that, we just uh, swept it out, we organized it better, we had our bikes in there. You know, a stickball bath, shit like that. And for some fucking reason, she decided to open... The piece of wood that was the sewer drain floor. And I told her, don't fucking touch it. I said, Chrissy, don't touch it. Please don't open it. I said, Chrissy, don't don't open it. Okay? What does she do? Like most dumbass kid, what does she do? She fucking opens it. Not only does she open it and there's like four water bugs underneath it. She falls in the hole. Like one leg falls in the hole. Bitch, I can't help you. Like, you have water bugs on you. I can't... If you fall in the hole, you're dead. I can't... I I could not pull you out of the hole. So what I did was I got more mad and I yelled so loud that my stepfather comes down and he is in absolute tears of joy laughing because of the stupidity that's happening. He knows I'm terrified of them. But I can't help Christy, so she's fucking screwed. She's screwed. He pulls her out. There's water bugs. This man is killing him with his hands. So clearly he's a he's a he's a heathen. Okay, he is smacking water bugs with his hands. She's throwing them on the floor, stepping on them. I mean, my God, the savagery of this just the complete, absolute savage killing water bugs. He was like a monster hunter, in my opinion. Really, he's really Gerard 2.0, or Gerald, rather. Sorry, he's Gerald. 2.0. Uh, so we pulled her out of that. She's screaming. She's terrified. I just kept saying, like, the you know, well, you know when you're arguing with somebody and you really can't think of anything else to say, so you keep repeating the same shit over and over? So all I kept saying was, I told you don't touch it. 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 That's all I could say. 
So she was getting pissed. So, whatever. And then there was another time, just recently, just like two weeks ago. It was a little humid. April is like spring, rainy time for New York. These these bad boys come out. So I'm on a full alert now. It's spring. It's going to rain. That means you're going to get more rain in the drains. And these bad boys are going to come out. Okay? And it's really only one. You've been, you see maybe once. You maybe see one to two. Eh, you maybe see three water bugs a year in New York City. In your own apartment. You see them in the subway, which is disgusting. But what are you going to do, bro? It's, it's the subway. But uh, there was one here like three weeks ago. And it cornered me in the kitchen. I was making eggs. And it cornered me in the kitchen. Now, I have the sink to the left of me, my stove on the right, the window to the back. The only way out of my kitchen is forward. And this water bug is standing right in front of me. And I'm screaming to my girlfriend, hey, get in here, the water bug. And she's, she's, she's digging up flowers. She's, she's making roads. I mean, what are you doing? I'm screaming. So she gets up. She goes, what's the matter? Oh, my God, the water bug. She's yelling at me to get out of the way. It's coming more towards me. And I'm scared it's going to fly at me now. Like, it's running at me. It's basically kamikaze himself at me. So I have no, op- I don't have any options now. So my only option was, well, two, one, jump out the window. Which I'm not going to do. Two, jump over it. Now, I was scared to jump over it. Because I had slippers on. They want to bust my ass. So I I grabbed my right hand with the stove. And the left hand with the um, sink. And I lifted myself up to do a super jump. Now, my athleticism... Is gone because I pulled both muscles on my left and right side of my body doing that. I'm in immense pain now. She kills the water bug while she's yelling at me to stop being a little baby bitch. And she had to finish making the eggs because I couldn't even pick up my hands to hold the pot. So, you know, I just don't like water bugs. There's no use for them. They're, they don't do anything for you, really. They don't have a purpose in life, in my opinion. So water bugs can go straight to hell. Water bugs can go straight to hell. So I guess we'll wrap it up for, for this podcast. Um, maybe we'll be back. The next podcast you hear might be another solo. Or if Scott's finished with his X-Men podcast, we'll jump on that. I got a couple other ideas, some more questionnaires. Uh, questionnaires, some more questions from the... Some of you guys ask me some questions, I'll answer them. And, uh, you know, that's it for this episode. I hope you have a good day, and I'll see you on the next one.